Welcome to Real Estate Unscripted, where each week we connect no-nonsense, let's-get-it-done realtors and lenders from across the country who want to grow our businesses and stay motivated with timely topics and experts in our field. I'm your host, Marjorie Adam. Let's get started. So hello and good morning, everyone. Welcome to Real Estate Unscripted. So I'm super excited because I have the Yoda of podcasts here with me, as well as Mr. Jack of all trades, David Lycan. David, how are you? Good. Good to be with you, Marjorie. Thank you. Thank you. I mean, again, I feel like this is reverse, right? You you have so much experience and I learned anything. You coached me on here's how you do a podcast. And I got to be so fortunate in front of you and you saying, here's how you do it. So it feels weird, right? Talking to you as the interviewee, but you wear so many hats. So let's introduce you because I could say about 10 different things about all the things you have done and done. Yeah. So who are you? First of all, I'm 72 years old, been in the mortgage industry for 50 years. I think we all are always discovering who we are because I like what one person said. I've been married to the same person for 40 years, but I've been married to four different people. So I think what happens is we recognize as we mature and go through life, we do change and we need to rediscover ourselves. And I think that's one of the things we're going to be talking about. So who I am is I'm a mortgage lender. I've been in sales. I ran sales. I was a top producer for years, got the itch to own my own mortgage company. So put myself down a track where I would be able to own my own mortgage company someday. I own three. I was a business partner and owner, founder of three mortgage banking companies, then also had an idea for a software company, started a software company. So what you're hearing in this is I'm an entrepreneur. It's called FNAFI, find a need and fill it. So it's an acronym we call Fanafi, and I like finding needs and I love starting businesses to meet the needs of people. So that's what I've been doing. 50 years of mortgage lending had done every aspect of it, owned, started, started a software company that went public in the mortgage industry, one of the first LOSs. Love this industry, love innovating. So do you sleep? I am finding the need to sleep a little bit more. There were times where I could get by in four and five hours, but at that age, I'm finding it's kind of nice to be able to get a little extra sleep. But I mean, you also but, executive coach, you have a very, very successful and followed podcast. Again, I, this is sponsored by Calva Mortgage. You are their executive coach. Again, that's why I was like, I don't understand how you can get all that. I, I think really what you're hitting on, it's not about how much sleep you get. And yeah, that's a common question. Do you get sleep much at all? Because you get a lot done. <laughs> I think it is about organization. And I think a yes. lot of it's about how you focus yourself. I talk fast. So I mean, you figure that out on this podcast. You're and like we my both brother did. there, yeah. right? Yeah. So we're brother from another mother. So we are in a time where I think time management, how we use our time is so critical. And it's, it yes. makes such a difference between success and failure with people. Oh, super. And so one thing I want to focus on, and I think is super important that we talk about, especially with someone who has their eyes on this industry like you do is if they know you're in the mortgage industry, I'm of course a realtor. What do you think is happening with the market, David? Let's talk about that. Well, we're certainly, you have to be Long in this industry, realize we're going through a major downturn. I'd like to think we're towards the end of it. But what I do look at is when I analyze any market or any business, I like trading stocks. There's two things in trading stocks. You look at momentum. We're looking at the momentum in the mortgage industry, and it's a significant downturn. But then we also need to look at fundamentals. The fundamentals underpinning the mortgage industry are very bullish. While we're going through a very bearish momentum cycle, we have very bullish tendencies to suggest we're going to have a very bright future. I think the biggest mistake is what's going on is people's attitudes are getting sucked into the negative momentum that we're in and they're missing the fundamentals that are gonna give us a really healthier outlook 
And honestly, give us a greater chance of success as we work through this momentum downturn. And then we go on. One of the reasons this went so painful, Marjorie, when I'm talking to the choir here and everyone who's listening is most likely knows this, it's the rate at which we went up and the rate at which we've gone down. And that is what is beginning to be the biggest challenge that so many lenders are facing is we never saw it go up like that. We weren't ready. And they're certainly not ready for the rate at which it's gone down. Some letters are off as much as 70% on their production. Alcova being one of the refreshing ones are not like that because they have a good management, good structure underneath them. So they're not off as other, so much as others. And that's about leadership. A lot of it has to do with leadership. Yeah, we're going to talk about that. And one thing as we were getting ready, we said the mortgage real estate industry, always a roller coaster, right? It's a cyclical industry. You're yes. like, Woo! And then E and then woo. And here's where like the plane took off. Can, can you run that sound bite a couple more times? That was hilarious. <laughs> now it's like the plane went up, right? You went to a vertical 80,000 feet and then you just dove, right? It, you jumped yeah. out all the way down. So there wasn't so much a roller coaster, which also meant people weren't prepared. And they also had this vision, I think, that was just going to keep going, which is impossible. Yeah. So I think that shock yes. of change was, wow, this was great and easy. Uh-oh, now I've sort of forgotten the basics. But Definitely downturn. I think there's confusion even in downturn because I keep hearing things. And even as a realtor, I'm like, well, that sounds confusing. People say, well, do you think we've hit bottom? And then I think people get confused about number of mortgages or houses versus pricing because pricing for us is still sky high. We're still mm -hmm. seeing many multiples of offers well over asking price because of an inventory shortage. The people listening that are not realtors and lenders are like, ooh, bottom. So here comes a deal. It's like, no, no, no. We just mean the downturn of the activity. It's an activity. And you really bring up a really good point. When I was talking about momentum or fundamentals, the fundamentals under this industry are such that when you look at, there's still going to be upward pressure on values. We are seeing some compromises. It's a regionalized thing. We consult the companies all over the nation. So we're coast to coast, top to bottom, side to side. And we have a tendency to see different behaviors in certain markets. So it is a regionalized problem, a local problem based on industry that's coming or going in and out of their area. That's why it's so important to have some basic knowledge of the fundamentals that are underpinning the markets you serve. And yeah. that might be different than other regions within your same company. But it's important to feel, start studying this thing and becoming a student of the industry if you're not already. Agreed. And I coach on a much smaller yeah. scale. I do coach students across the country. It's very interesting awesome. to see some of the similarities, but of course, mass differences in their inventory cycle and how many houses have come on and what the pricing and offers look like, what sellers are willing to accept. So again, the national news is national. We're all in a little bit of a different pocket. So really them being very clear, if you're going to advise anyone, you better know what your little corner of the world is doing, not what really good. Another yeah. part. Yeah, and try to find the facts. I mean, the facts are the facts. I mean, fundamentals or momentum, you're not denying that we're in a downturn, that interest rate spiked up. We're not denying facts, but we are searching for those things that bring hope. Because if you're in sales, your ultimate job is to bring hope. And I think hope is what sells. I mean, we're yeah. looking, especially at times like this, someone who comes in saying, I'm hopeful about the market. Can I talk to you? Because I'm not feeling hopeful, someone <laughs> might say. So when you walk through the door, you're full of hope-filled facts, and you can bring that to the market. Like one of them, for example, I think everyone should have in their hip pocket. Look at the home ownership rate of millennials and Gen Zers. It's at 39%. What should it be at for that age group? It should be closer to 69%. 
Well, do the math delta on that. You've got a 30% increase waiting pent-up demand for it to happen. Say, well, yeah, but there's no supply of homes. That's the other problem. We got buyers. We got the demand side of the business. We don't have the supply side. To have an equal, healthy real estate economy, we need both. Then I say, yes, that's because when you have these kind of things going on, people have a tendency to freeze up. I'm not going to buy. I'm not going to sell. I'm not going to do anything. But as we come through this, Marjorie, I think we're going to see ourselves life events. People go through divorces. People have babies. They have all these things. They want to move up and they want to move down. As they start feeling hope, as we start delivering hope, as we start talking from a hopeful standpoint, people will start getting ready. And when that starts happening, it's going to open the doors. And the question is, are those listening to this podcast ready to bring in and take care of all those opportunities? That 30 percent tile that's not ready to buy and ready to move. So I think we need to be ready. And in the meantime, get facts that bring hope. I think it is true. Like if I were to meet with you, right. And I was like, Hey, I'm a realtor and I want to work with you. And I sit down with you and I'm like, well, the sky is falling. And I tell all my clients, it's a terrible time to move. And really everybody shouldn't do anything. And by the way, I just watch the news at night and cry, but I'm really happy to meet you. That was just awful. And then the flip side is what everybody rides. Everybody should buy. Everybody should sell. Yeah. No, we, we're not an extreme either way. Cause you maybe should sell or buy right now. Maybe I shouldn't. Right. Based That's on right. Situation. And what you're talking about there is being a good listener. Are you listening to the opportunity that's sitting there in front of you? They may be going through a divorce. Maybe they wouldn't be selling or buying in a particular market, but because they're going through a divorce or they're having a baby, they don't have a choice. They're moving. They just got a great new job opportunity and they're moving. There are so many life events, Marjorie, that drive this. And what we get caught up in is the macro picture of the momentum we're going through and not listening to the opportunity that's sitting right here in front of us. If you're a realtor lender, mostly listening now, thinking about life events, you've named some, but people get transferred for work. First time home buyers, we talked about, they need to buy. And you said there's people to connect with. You said financial planners, absolutely. To me, anyone who has a book of business of people, to me, the time of year that want to be talking to homeowners insurance agents. They have renters policies. They may not rent anymore. They need to renew. Oh, you're not going to renew because you're moving. There are people that have businesses like ours that we need to be connected with. I also yes. think, look, the move down buyers. So there's the millennials, but there's also the people that they're downsizing. And I think downsizing has also changed. Downsizing used to mean from my 5,000 square foot house to my 1,000 square foot house. I have a lot of clients that are downsizing in theory from their 5,000 square foot house on land to their 5,000 square foot house that just has a master bedroom on the first. Right. Floor. That's really good. It's a configuration right. change rather than a square footage change. Correct. I think what we're really talking about is trying to give people ideas, hope of where they could go find business. Do you know I have a client that gets all their business from the baby registry at Babies Are Us? Because guess what? Because everyone's going to be like, how'd you get that? How did you get that? Well, there's ways to getting into that. This person just started knocking on the door in their community at the Baby RS. They said, hey, every time you have a registry, I want to give your customers a free credit analysis and pre-qualification. Well, guess what? The store was glad to share with them because they're adding a value to that customer. That's why they say, hey, by the way, register with us. And we have this one particular company that's willing to give you because you may need to move up in your home. If you're moving up, they're going to give you a free this, free that. And all of a sudden, there's a symbiosis going on there. You're supporting their business. They're supporting yours. Guess what? It's a great place to start looking for new leads. 
Exactly. And then, of course, we showed joy when our youngest daughter is having a baby in June. So we're all excited about that. That's positive oh, news. Yeah, we have some other friends, fortunately, going through a divorce. And that's a, oh, I'm so sorry. And I go, if you are looking what you need help with on the other side of this, where you're going to live and how you're going to buy a home and say, I'm here for you. I'm just so sorry you have going through it. So we changed the tune up. We're showing a lot of compassion, connection and empathy and attunement. I've been studying the word attunement. Go study that. It's a great word. Yes, yes. Oh, it's a great word. So one thing I know you're coaching people on and a lot of your business owners and everything as this 70%, let's say for lenders in general across the country is readjusting things. And one of them is expenses, readjusting expenses. Mm, yeah. So Let's talk about, especially let's, let's say, especially on the lending end, by the way, not only, but the, how are people needing to do that right now? Well, I think, first of all, we adjust expenses by looking at how we're spending our money. And I think when we get in these good times, like we've just come out of, and now we're in this momentum downturn, we have extra time because we're not as busy to start looking at the process by which we go about this. I think on the sales side, we should look at how we connect with people. We've already talked about the process of getting leads. We've already talked about some ideas on how to connect. Well, what is the process by which you do that? I think the person that just says, oh, that's a great idea, starts knocking on doors without a plan or a purpose or a process is going to be far less successful. Someone who does a little bit of preparation, understanding the needs of those people, reading blogs and things like that, which goes to one point is what are you ingesting? What are you thinking about? Are you getting caught up in the negativity or are you thinking and studying and reading things that are going to aid your business and grow your business? So in this particular case, if I'm looking we're going to focus on what are the needs of families, what are the keys. I want to go read blogs about how they're thinking about things and make sure I use language and a narrative that is in step with what's going on in their head. And that takes a little time. Well, also, we all talk in our language, right? So it's yeah. also, what can I understand and relate to that's not just so insider specific that I don't know what, I need a glossary. Let's do some non-glossary communication. So you're touching already on a couple of things that we want to pass along for success as well. And the big one, and you've touched on a little bit too, is attitude. So yes. attitude, there's, it's like the glass half full and the glass half empty and the glass is over here. And I don't even know all the glass <laughs> things, but you and I are both very similar in that it's like, I have something that's on one of my journals from 2008 that says, I've heard there's going to be a recession. I've decided not to participate. Right. Uh, so to me, it's our attitude and how we're going to work through it. And you said a little bit like, what are you listening to? Right. Mm -hmm. So let's talk a little about that because I think it's super important. So I'm, I'm heading to work and I'm listening to the news every day and it's all bad because that's what happened. Uh and then now that started my day. What can I do differently? Well, first of all, I think what we listen to, as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. What we're ingesting is so important. And there's a podcast I used to love to listen to, but they started turning more of a glass half empty. And I think they lost the glass altogether, much less knowing if there's any water. They didn't know if there was a glass. And I think what we need to do is be very careful what we're listening to. So that's one thing. It's a podcast you're listening to. I encourage people to listen to your podcast. Marjorie, you're always positive and you're delivering great content. My podcast does the same. I'm very careful and very cognizant of the need to be always up. That doesn't mean I ignore the problems that are going on in the industry, on the momentum downswing, what's driving that. When I get caught up in a momentum downturn, I start looking back at fundamentals. What makes me excited about this industry is the fundamentals. Does the listener listening to this right now know those for their local market and just as an industry wide, do they understand those? If they don't, 
Start listening to some economic podcasts. Start looking at some local news that will tell you about specifically about housing. Start talking to people. That's what they could do on that. But be careful. So there's things to do. Listen to the positive. Accentuate the positive. Eliminate the negative. That old yes. song. I love that song. Old, old song. If you haven't got it, go listen to that. I can Put on you. you. I know it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, we could do that duet here right now, but yeah, we'll, we'll do that maybe another time. We didn't rehearse that one, so we won't we do that one. No. I think the other thing then is then be careful what you're not listening to. I mean, there's some people, quite frankly, that I have in my life that are dear, dear friends. I just have de-emphasized the amount of time I'm spending with them because they're so caught up in how bad this market is. And I go on, I disagree. And if I do agree with you, then what is that going to do for my business? What is it doing to help me, to help my customer? How can I go into a realtor or go talk to anybody that's involved in the mortgage industry, possibly a client, and have a positive effect where people want to come in and want to do business with me? So make sure you accentuate the positive, eliminate the negative. Yes. Another thing, I think you hit on something I really want to say. You need to do a checkup from the neck up. One of those old phrases we see coined a lot. And how I do that is you touched on it is journaling. One of the ways for, I think, people to locate themselves, I call it the GPS system. You can't get to where you want to go until you first locate where you're at. The principle of GPS is it can't get you to a destination if it can't see you. If the satellites can't see your vehicle, it can't get you there. So I think you, first of all, need each of us, anyone listening to this, needs to locate where they're at. If you are negative, locate that and then do something about it. If you think you're negative, do something about it. If you think you're positive, but you start journaling and start looking at it. So journaling is a great place. I think when we get quiet in a place, I like taking a pen to paper, literally the old-fashioned pen to paper. I also use the remarkable, I do the electronic part of it. But there's something about, I don't know, the tactile thing about pen and paper that takes it to another level, a little bit deeper. The other thing then when I start doing in that is that's inward looking, introspection. The other one is a 360 analysis. Get out and ask people. How do I sound? Could you really be honest with me? I want to know, how do I come across? Am I sounding negative or am I sounding positive? Have a group around people. So that's a thing that you can do. So it's a 360 analysis. Talk to the realtors you worked with. Talk to your coworkers. Talk to your spouse. Talk to your family members. When you're hearing me talk about my industry, just did this for someone I'm coaching, and they said it came back alarming. I'm hearing you talk. And this person said, I did not realize I had become so negative about the market condition. I have got to do something about it. And they made an intentional decision. So talking to others, journaling, introspection, outro reflection is getting the feedback from others. And then also then do something about what you're ingesting so that you are, again, accentuating the positive. Not ignoring the negative. We don't ignore it. We don't eliminate yeah. We're not denying reality, right? We, nope. We're not trying to act like what's happening isn't happening, but sitting in the bottom of it versus working your way through it because it's going to change. There are things we can do. I also think that leads to in the journaling is gratitude, practicing yes. gratitude. Yes, right? attitude, and now, yeah. gratitude. And now- Boy, that's such a good one, Marjorie. I'm so glad you touched that. Well, what is there to be grateful for? Well, how about the fundamentals? What I'm grateful for is that there is such a disparity between what the home ownership rate for this group should be, millennials and Gen Zers is the group I'm talking about, what their rate should be and where it's at. That tells me huge opportunity. Who's going to be there to ignite that opportunity? 
So I think even taking it to the most basics. So this in the nicest way possible, when I meet with people I know and they're like, what do I have to be grateful for? I almost want to give them a little smack in the head because yeah. if you woke up in your bed, in your house with your children healthy and safe and you have food on the table and you get to go to work and complain about yeah. how bad it is when you're really, and then you go to the gym and then you go out to dinner and let's really look at that. So I think yeah. we've got to realize like, so we got to work a little harder again, right? Or smarter because we were working smarter. Hard. Now we got to be smart, but we all have something to be grateful for. So, and if there's not enough of that, it's also, this is a great time. You think we're having a hard time. I'm involved in several charities. I'm getting much more yeah. committees. And so <laughs> you want to talk about people struggling. So I think- yeah. Get out, some real head, get out of your way. I think what you're doing right there is so important, Marjorie, because first of all, what you're doing is if you think it's bad, go out and take a look at someone else's circumstances. And I think you can do that, but through charity. And that is an added way. It creates gratitude by white giving out. I've never seen anybody that goes out and works in a charity or does something like that. It doesn't transform the way you think about it and about the opportunities that are before us. We got some really good days ahead of us. I'm excited about this market. I do believe there's going to be a lot of people washed out but they washed out because they let themselves focus too long on the negative and they just went down the sewer. Or didn't go back to basics. I think the thing is, I can see as well, markets changing, getting harder. It's the shiny object. I got to go try this. And again, doesn't mean don't try things, but it, yeah. the fundamentals are the relationships, your VIPs, your realtors, financial planners, your demographics of people moving, your connections. Yeah. Right. So I think people abandon that. I think they're going to find some, again, I'm not, I'm going to pick Zillow and I'm not trying to trash Zillow at all, but I'm going to go buy this over here and that's going to make it up. And we've got to try many things, but I think again, going back to, I can do all of that, but if I'm going to sit with my clients and say, the sky is falling, we're back to. <laughs> yeah. I think one other thing that is really, I'm seeing is real tendency on Marjorie is not being a professional. I mean, what is the definition of a true professional? They know their trade. They know their products. They go back and reacquaint themselves with products we haven't had to use in years, adjustable yeah. rate mortgages, GPM type products, products where there's a lower rate that starts and steps it up. That's I mean, there's just, and then exactly right. The buy downs. There are so much that we've forgotten about and some are new enough to the industry they never learned it so get with a veteran that can teach it to you or go online there's a lot of great information on that yeah so then another thing so it's attitude we talked a little leadership so we know the definition of it, but what are a couple of things they need to be working on tactically on leadership how can i really now go okay i've accepted i got to work on my attitude these are the things i need to focus on leadership someone asked me the question it says how do i know if i'm a leader i said look behind you and see if there's anyone following you if there's no one following you you're not a leader what we need to do is come forth with the right attitude so and this is really probably a great place to kind of the apex of our interview is to show up and be an influence. And influence brings leadership. It brings you into leadership roles and responsibilities, I think. So when you're influencing people in a positive way, people want more of that. There will be more people following you if you have a great knowledge on the products that we offer in the industry and that's available to you in your markets. And there's some wonderful programs. In fact, Alcova Mortgage, I was just talking to Bobby and Billy and Rob about some new products that are out there. Actually, it turned out to be some old products, but they're coming back to the surface again. It has to do with down payment assistant programs. Some that have been there forever, but we just all forgot about them because we had such good times. But having that knowledge and influence we bring into the real estate offices or the people that we're talking to, whoever it is about their needs for financing, we come in and show them with that attitude. People will start wanting to listen to you. Another thing that I encourage people to do is start forming mastermind groups of realtors. Yes. I love masterminds. And, and if you say, well, 
I have started more masterminds recently. And what I do is I get a group of people that I want to influence and say, would you like to get together? I'll moderate it and let's have a conversation about some of the issues. I'll help and bring positivity into that group and then let them start chatting and then help lift them up. And that's a great way to make a difference. Absolutely. Mastermind, be a leader and start your own mastermind. But you got to do it with a positive attitude and some knowledge. And that's all the things that we're building on. This conversation is just built and continue to take ideas further and further. That's great. Good job. Marjorie, way to go. Hey, listen, thank you. I feel like I said I'm a little like a little baby, David Lycan. I'm Oh, uh, no, no, you're doing, doing awesome. I think the thing is, Marjorie, the reason why you're being successful in the podcast is you can generally tell you care about people. You care. And when someone cares, it does come across. And there's a sublimable messaging. And I think, it draws other people that care. And when you draw the people that care, you get yourself this group around you, you get your tribe that is there and you're gonna come out with a much better attitude in going out to make a difference in the marketplace. Again, I'm thanking you because you taught me what I know. I really appreciate the guidance and talks with you and getting this opportunity. And and thank you so much for coming on and sharing your wisdom and really taking your time. Yoda, I appreciate it. Everyone's (laughs) got to listen. So all of the information, of course, will be in the show notes. If you're not already listening to David Lycan, you will. He's fantastic and a great coach as well. And thank you so much for taking time to be Real Estate Unscripted. Well, you're doing a great job of the podcast. Keep doing it up. We've been doing ours for 15 years. I can't wait to see what yours looks like in 15 years. Marjorie, it's a joy to be here with you. Thank you so much for inviting me to be here. Thank you. Real Estate Unscripted is sponsored by Alcova Mortgage. Alcova is committed to simplifying the mortgage process. Check out the tools we offer to realtors and home buyers at alcova.com slash realtors. Alcova Mortgage, equal housing lender, NMLS ID number 40508, NMLS Before we go, please show us some love by subscribing on your listening platform of choice and leaving us a review on Apple Podcasts. Make sure you share this with your friends and be sure to listen in next week. Until then, this is Marjorie Adam. Don't forget to check out the show notes for a recap. This podcast was made possible by listeners like you. Thank you so much for your support.